Hi, I'm Ray Keating, and this is Free Enterprise in Three Minutes. In this 86th episode, we're going to talk about how government works through the lens of public choice economics. When the average taxpayer or voter actually pays attention to what government is doing, they tend to come away shocked, outraged, or aghast. As the old saying goes, you don't want to see how the sausage is made. But it's good, of course, for citizens to get a clue about their government and how it works, or perhaps more appropriately, how it fails to work properly. That is how waste, power-seeking, and playing politics overwhelm common sense. As is the case most of the time, bringing an economist's eye to the subject helps. The public choice school of economics applies economic analysis to politics. It looks at the incentives at work in politics and government and essentially concludes that no one should expect anything different than the sordid, wasteful politics in government we get, at least given the current set of rules governing our politics. Winston Churchill was correct when observing, quote, democracy is the worst form of government except all those other forms that have been tried from time to time, close quote. Without knowing, knowing it, Churchill captured the essence of public choice economics. That is, representative democracy works best, but that does not mean it is perfect. Various incentives in politics and government work against economic growth and efficiency, for example, not to mention individual rights and liberty. <clears throat> James Buchanan, who won the Nobel Prize in Economics for his work in the public choice field, wrote that public choice theory is, quote, politics without the romance, close quote. I've always liked that and believe that it actually applies to economics more broadly. So what incentives influence the political sphere of life and the economy? Let's start with voters. <clears throat> public choice economists, not surprisingly, argue that voters will support the candidate perceived as benefiting them and their causes. Now, keep in mind that perception might not line up with economic reality, but again, that's not unusual when voters are listening to politicians. But either way, those, pa those passionate about politics can't figure out why so many people either do not vote or cast votes not having a clue about the issues. Public choice economists point out that since the odds of one person's vote deciding an election are astronomical, then voters lack the incentives to accept the costs of gathering and digesting information to cast an informed vote. It's called rational ignorance. But this only scratches the surface, and we'll dig into the incentives influencing politicians in government in the next episode. Hey, thanks for listening. Like and follow us on Facebook at Free Enterprise Economics and on Twitter at Free Enterprise 7. And please subscribe to the Free Enterprise in 3 Minutes podcast. Take care, God bless, and hey, think more like an economist.